welcome along to the Make It Count podcast. I'm David. And I'm Matt. And we're happy, are we? Uh, we're the Taylor Bros. Oh, oh yeah. And we're happy. And we're happy and we're the Taylor Bros. <laughs> yes. Also that. And today we're talking about winter walking. Yes. And I was thinking it'd be a good idea to talk with just walking. I don't really think we've talked much about just walking. plain old walking. No. And I, I was thinking... Walking is quite good for you. I used to, especially during COVID, when it was all in the lockdowns and things like that, mm. and you're allowed to go out of the house, but not out like to places really. I started to do some shorter, like 10 minute regular walks, especially in the summer. It was really nice. Yeah. You just go out, put some shoes on, and you're walking around. And I'd never have any music playing, just, and it, it was quite interesting. So I remember as I would walk around, I got to learn. Oh, this is where the birds are really loud in this part of like the neighbourhood. Yeah, over here these kids are always playing, and over here this is going on. And you, just by doing that, it's sort of got a real nice picture. And turns out walking is good for you as well. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I remember that as well. I, what the, my distinct memory from that period, certainly that that first lockdown where they, you know, you can only go out once, maybe twice a day. Um, and you have to be away from other people. I started going on actually some fairly long walks. It'd be like well, at lunchtime, I would go out. Oh, I could only go out once a day, so I'm going to go out for like a one hour long walk or something. Yeah. And what I discovered is I discovered all of these areas in our village or town, I don't really know what it is, that I had either not seen in years or never known had existed before. Mm-hmm. You know, all within a couple of miles of where we, you know, the house we live in. But it was so fascinating and so interesting. I discovered all these little ways I'd never known it existed before. Mm. So it took not being able to travel really far and just normal life mm-hmm. to be able to discover my own backyard, as it were, my, my own yeah. back garden. Lots of people experienced that, didn't they? They're like, ah, oh, finding all these trails and these things. Yeah. And lots of people didn't have the privilege of going out and exploring quite in the same way. We yeah. did, and we took advantage of that, and it was really nice to, to walk especially when we're quite close to some green spaces. Absolutely, really. absolutely. And I think for me, uh, and many people would attest, that was a bit of a, well, that was a really helpful practice and a helpful, almost not a lifesaver, but just very helpful in terms of mental health and physical well-being as well. So when you went on your longer walks, yes. I'm thinking like 40 minutes maybe, Yeah, an hour. sometimes an hour. Did you have headphones in? Are you listen to a podcast? Are you listen mm. to music? Are you going out there, quote-unquote, naked? Oh yeah, yeah, ear naked. Uh, sometimes I did go out listening to some a podcast or something, and sometimes I didn't. Uh, and I didn't really have a, a firm practice on either. My tendency probably was to go out listening to something because it's a good opportunity to just take in maybe a longer form podcast that I wouldn't normally do. I'm not doing my commute anymore, mm. so you know I don't have that opportunity to do it. It's a, so that would be almost the replacement. But I very much. Uh, there were times where I was like, you know what, I just need to think or just need some space. Uh, and that was always beneficial as well, mm. even more so. So I've mentioned several times so far that walking is good for us. And I decided before I made that assertion, I should check it out. And obviously on the NHS National Health Service website, there's a whole section about how walking is good for you, mm. some ways to do that. And one of the things they talk about is, is that it's actually really good for healthy weight. Uh, you know, maintaining that, it's active. 
and and it's it's a low intensity exercise so yeah. it's accessible to everyone it's very, almost everyone it's very free um you know it's good for your cardio you 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 speed up your breathing so even though it's not like sprinting or running it's still good for those things wow and and strengthening and maybe one of the more obvious ones is is that mood change and mm. i think i think it's cliche because i've seen it so many times but i don't know if everybody has but that sort of case uh, research when they look at a brain when it's been idle for like an hour and then a brain when it's just done a five minute walk and you see the the imaging of that and it just is lit up all sorts of action after the five or ten minute walk and so it's really positive for our mood just going out and doing a five or ten minute walk can be really refreshing in that way absolutely absolutely and we've spoken a lot about this maybe off air uh, just generally in the last few years um, about how when when people think about being physically active it can be very easy to picture that it has to be high intensity and quite you know have to get really sweaty and actually it really doesn't you, you have the picture of the clean cut gym and you know the hugely fit and you know yeah, sculpted, sculpted bodies, bodies and, you know, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, Adonis you know style bodies no that's totally not what it has to be um, and from the Atomic Habits um, sort of paradigm, mm. start with that small, that ridiculously attainable goal. Mm. And as, as you said, for most people, getting some shoes on and going for a walk outside is accessible. Mm. Uh, and it's, it's, not in, you know, it's not highly, you're very unlikely to get injured walking. Mm. You know, you're, 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 you, you can do it again every day. You can do multiple small walks each day. Yeah, so, and it carries so many benefits. In fact, the opposite. Andrea, our mum's friend, had knee problems. Yes. And she, once a week, would go for like a two-hour walk. Yes. Five or six miles. After doing that for a few weeks, oh, I've got no knee pain anymore. Yeah. That's exactly weird. You know, it's very strange. Everybody in the culture would be like, oh, you need to rest. You need to not move that. But actually, in doing this... Quite a long walk. Two hours is is not an insignificant walk, and yeah. and this person, I think they're in their sort of sixties, well, yeah. and and so that but they're out there and they've seen the benefit. And there was some research that said actually excess joint pain by walking is reduced, and sometimes it's been a preventative for arthritis. Wow! So it's not like oh, this is an anecdotal thing. It is, but also. It, the numbers as well back it up and yeah. so it seems to be very physically beneficial yeah. that low intensity is something you can do every day if you want or once a week for a longer stretch or whatever and just see all these positive benefits in your body for your immune system for your energy levels for your joints and your joint pain it seems really obvious that we should be doing this yeah and not only that it's good for your mood and your emotions Absolutely. and it gets you outside and everything that you know from nature you get those benefits as well yeah absolutely and this is where maybe i want to steer the conversation into the winter walking especially because mm. you were saying in uh, in that lockdown time when it was maybe late spring or getting into summer it, it's very much easier to go well yeah sure i'll just you know, throw some shoes on and, and go outside because it's nice and warm outside mm. or it's, it's at least it's not cold, you know, a light jacket yeah. will do. But in the winter, it can be much more challenging because, well, I'm inside and it's warm and it's dry, hopefully, 
uh, outside it's cold and maybe sometimes wet as well so it's just unpleasant or if you're in the uk always wet yeah cloudy (laughs) most of the time um and and so this is one of the reasons why i particularly um thought about this topic and i was reading a I just read a very short article on the BBC a couple of weeks ago, which was on this, and they had um, they'd done a series actually on winter walks, uh, and I watched one yesterday, and it literally was um, a very simple program. Uh, a woman was walking in you know the countryside somewhere from one place to another, and she just had one of those three hundred and sixty degree cameras, uh, and she'd obviously walked for much of the day, and then the program was just splicing little bits of that. So mm. here's what's going on here, and some reflections as they go. It was actually quite relaxing to watch. Recommend anyone that's interested. It's easier than going for um, a walk, isn't it? But <laughs> but that struck me, and the article was just a collection of some of those people that had been in that oh. series, their thoughts, and obviously comments that they'd said mm. in that time. Because um, you sent that to me. I sent that to I you. I didn't watch the video. Yes. But I saw some of the quotes. It wasn't really, yeah, it wasn't really an article. It was more just a collection of quotes on walks and tips and stuff for, for the wintertime. Uh, one that I appreciated, um, and it's not the first time I've heard this, uh, but um, it was from a guy called Alistair Campbell, and he said, there's no such thing as bad weather, just bad clothes. Mm. Um, and that's something that, um, again, our, our mum, who's got a friend from somewhere in um, the, the Nordic com- countries, I'm going to say maybe Norway. Basically, exact that exact same sentiment. There's no such thing as bad weather; just inappropriate clothes. Mm. And those are people that really know the importance of getting outside when there is sunlight, because in those winter months there's precious little. Mm. But they make sure that they get outside for that bit of sunlight. Mm. Uh, and and that's the, the I suppose the link into one of the other key parts of the winter side of it. You know the whole thing of sad seasonal affective disorder or winter depression. I went up and looked on the, the NHS website a little bit about this, uh, and they were saying you know some of the uh, symptoms that could be um, yeah symptoms that could show this would be things like persistent low mood, lethargy, difficulty concentration, you know irritability, other such stuff. You know either sleeping really long or difficulties with sleep, mm. and. It's one of those things that, again, it says this on the page, nobody really knows what's going on, but some of the leading theories are it's, it's related to light and sunlight uh, and how that interacts with our brains and everything. And so you can do various different treatments, but it seems like the most simple and the most free is getting as much natural light as possible and regular exercise. Mm. And it struck me, going out, and doing a winter walk hits both of those mm. because you're getting it outside, um, hopefully in daylight, uh, and it doesn't necessarily have to be direct sunlight. You know, diffuse light through the, the clouds still can help. And you're exercising lightly, moderately, mm. not likely to get injured. Uh, and so it has both of those benefits. You're getting the sunlight and you're getting the exercise and, and it becomes a really helpful mood stabiliser. Mm. Yeah, and it's interesting because... I think in order to want to do a winter walk, you have to see the benefits of walking anyway. Yes. And we, we talked about some of those, and there were others as well that we haven't even talked about. But like you said, the the barrier when it's winter is, for most of us, we're working during the daylight hours. Yeah. So it's not only windy and wet and cold, it's probably also dark. 
<laughs> and, and most of us don't want to go out when it's those things. And especially um, if you're not feeling safe at that point. Yes. So it's quite it's quite a difficult thing. And, and I, I was thinking, I said to you when we were sort of briefly talking before the, the episode, I kind of wanted that idea of like the summer walk. Hey, I might need to chuck on a light jacket, but it's just shoes and a light jacket and I can go for a walk. Yeah. I don't want to have to chuck on another two jumpers, yep. a thermal, a hat, gloves, you know, scarf, thick extra socks. and th- It just means it's, it's now it's become an event. It's just, it just takes me five minutes to get out the door. Yeah. That's once I've started pre- physically getting ready. Yeah. The emotional barrier to be like, oh, it's going to be windy and it's going to be cold. Yeah. It's, it's this big, like, internal emotive barrier maybe it's a mental one as well but it, it just still seems like it requires that much more energy to get out the door yeah and so i'm not going to do that for a 10 minute walk so now i have to commit to a half an hour walk and so well, i don't know really a half an hour walk and so you know it it just i get stuck in that place and i'll be honest this winter i've not done very much walking sure did one today it was quite nice wonderful but it wasn't too cold today so i just chucked a coat on and went for a walk yeah, I can appreciate that. And it, I I, <laughs> I went out for a small walk earlier today. I thought it was quite cold. So oh, obviously we uh, judged temperature differently. Um, <laughs> Maybe I went out a little bit later and it is, you know, the warmth of the midday sun. Yeah. I suppose my, my counter to that, because we want a, uh, uh, a seat. Yeah, this, this is very real reason. This is why we don't. But maybe to... Uh, to say, well, are those really legitimate reasons? Because at the end of the day, what I am prioritising there is my current comfort mm-hmm. and convenience over potential real benefits mm. uh, for the sake of a short-term, not gonna, perceived discomfort. Mm-hmm. Uh, for I am in a warm space. It feels like cold would be uncomfortable. Uh, but, and sometimes it is. And sometimes it is. Absolutely. Especially if you're getting really cold and you're at danger of getting too cold. Hypothermia, mm. that would not be good. But when it comes to the, the clothing thing, um, I haven't been the, I haven't been avid every day, but I've been fairly regularly going on some walks over the winter time. And I typically will go on fairly short ones because it's winter and it's colder. And actually, I don't have to throw on loads of stuff because I know. I'm going to throw on my coat, maybe a windbreaker coat, so that it takes the wind out. And I've, if I've got a jumper on underneath, I know that because I'm going to be walking fairly briskly, mm. I will quickly get warm. So if I throw on loads of coat, you know, layers, I'm more likely to get hot and uncomfortable mm. and actually start to feel that on the walk. And then when I get back inside, I'll feel very hot and uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So you're better off not layering up too much. Put mm. a couple on, but you don't have to go too serious about it. Uh, and something else I was uh, I, a video I watched. They referenced some some other studies that have been done, and their two recommendations on on walks uh, were basically when it comes to the light thing, uh, you want to get light as early in the day as possible. So after you've woken up, you want to be exposed to bright light as early as possible because that helps just your natural circadian rhythms, the brain, and everything, all the hormones to be anchored. Oh daylight now great we're going to maximize the wakefulness get rid of the sleepy hormones and that's the start of the day it's an anchor point and you want to do that well obviously sometimes at this time of the year we're getting up before it's sunrise so that's Mm -hmm. not ideal so yeah you have to do some artificial stuff but uh, probably most people 
do have some flexibility in their work day to get outside for at least five minutes. And that's mm. what this is the thing that we're saying. It, some of the research has shown even just two to five minutes of sunlight early in the day is enough mm. and helps and has shown to have benefits. And mm. more, you know, 20 minutes is, is great to aim for, but even just two minutes. And I think that's the thing I really want to uh, press in on. That's the James Clear stuff, yeah. isn't it? The atomic like, habits. Actually set that two minute goal. Go, I, <laughs> and it might be as silly as uh, I'm going to put some shoes on, put a jacket on and go for a walk for one minute and then at the one minute mark walk back mm -hmm. and that's it or even if you want to be more ridiculous just stand at the end of your driveway and make sure you're in a sunny spot and just look at the you know, maybe not look at the sun but maybe close your eyes and look towards the sun or something <laughs> just enjoy <laughs> the, the warmth sun, on your yeah. face um and just do that for two minutes and then go back inside yeah. and i think most of us would hold our hands up and say yes i can stand outside in the cold for two minutes mm -hmm. it's not too dangerous you know mm -hmm. it's not it's not too onerous and just yeah. make that uh make that the practice yeah. make it small and consistent and i think you will start to see just the the joyful benefits of it yesterday for example i didn't go outside uh, and actually it was the first thing when i came to journaling in the evening it was the first thing that came to mind peculiar but i i wrote down today i didn't even leave the house and that was the first thing that came to mind because I noticed the difference on the day before. The day mm. before, I'd felt cooped up for most of the morning. I, I, uh, this wasn't quite... I didn't feel energy. I had this restlessness um, and I was getting a bit more like, uh, a bit angsty. And so half, I think halfway through the morning, I just was like, right, I'm going to throw a jacket on. I'm going to get outside. It wasn't sunny, so it was cloudy. It was quite windy and it was quite a chill, bitter wind. Uh, but as soon as I closed the, the door and three steps down the drive i was i was hit by yes this chill wind but i was also hit by all of these birds singing mm -hmm. and it just transformed me. i was like wow that's amazing because i didn't realize what i was uh missing out on inside it was warm and dry uh, but it was also kind of the eerie sort of quiet it was the 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 not nice absence of noise it wasn't like this peaceful quiet it was just a and then i got outside and that the there's something about the the natural sounds of the birds and the wind and then i just embraced the chill wind in, in a weird way i was just like you know what this is quite fun this is quite exciting exciting energizing that's the word energizing mm -hmm. uh, and i just went on a very quick about five minute walk around the block and back and instantly my mood was changed uh and i could have spent that time just sat inside for five minutes and i would have been in the same space yeah and it's like a little that bit of mini adventure and I think you talked about on, on some of the seasonal affected disorder stuff, just the sunlight and the movement. And I think that that movement bit, the walking bit, is really important for the physical benefits, for the mood benefits that you've just talked about. Yeah. And also there was this other benefit we haven't really talked about today. But basically, the more activity you do, the better you sleep, the longer mm. you sleep and the better quality your sleep. And it's something to do with melatonin, apparently. That's what some of the research says. I'm not a sleep expert, but there's enough people that have gone moving, going for walks. It's good for you when you're awake, in your emotions, in your physical and in your sleep. Wow. And most of us want to sleep a bit better because when we don't, that negatively affects <laughs> our emotions and our physical and how we're showing up. And so Brilliant. it is this, this potential to spiral up. And I haven't done it very well. 
luckily I still stay active. I am still exercising and you know, try and do it. And, but I, I, especially in the last few weeks when it's been raining loads, yeah. I don't, and it's been like quite high winds as well. It's just like I don't want to do this. Like, I have a towel when I come back, you know, yeah, to dry yeah, off. Yeah. And you're like, well, did it actually rain all day though? Probably not. And and I'm not saying never miss a day. But actually, those little things, that five-minute walk, most of us can do it. And there's mostly a payoff. And yeah. actually, you know, if you can go walk with somebody else, there's some real benefits to that. Social benefit. I was just about to say that myself. It reminds me of another article I sent to a colleague recently, which was basically about taking meetings, but walking meetings. Mm. And again, that might be something that you think, well... If you live in California or Florida, that's fine. But if you live in the, you know, the hardy Northland, then maybe not so great. But even so, they were saying that they have found so many benefits because of people's brains are just more active. You're less, you, you're not confined into a room, it into a box. It lends itself to more um, blue sky thinking. Literally, you're more creative. You come up with more ideas. Um, mm. And so, yeah, from a, a work point of view, you might you, you you know if you're if you find yourself and you go oh, I would really like to do this but maybe you you have some boss that doesn't want you to do that you could put some you know find some research which wouldn't be difficult to find that basically goes people that go on walks regularly are more creative they they're more energized they're going to have more focus mm. it literally isn't a break it's a re-energize it's a recharge mm. you're plugging yourself into the electricity and going um, and so yeah and from a social point of view just doing um, fun walks absolutely i think many of us have experienced that you can have great conversations when you're walking that don't normally or don't necessarily happen when you're sat down or or at a coffee shop or or just inside yeah and final thing i think but we sort of alluded to it earlier are you listening to music are you listening to a podcast or are you listening to the world around you yeah and i would definitely i've done all of them obviously I'm in a place at the moment where I'm definitely leaning towards listening to the world around me, yeah. to the nature, because that allows me to actually process some yeah, of the things that absolutely. are happening, pay attention, but also decompress some of the, the stuff that's happening yeah. to, to do a, almost a mental reset rather than just like more input or more noise. It's actually, okay, unwind, unwind, okay, ooh. I've got an idea I should yeah. write about that or yeah. I should act on that or oh, I need to message this person or or whatever and it just it becomes a, a mental refresh point as well 100% I really appreciate that uh, and I think uh, the same thing I, I've experienced all three one of the tips that one of the, the guys in this series said is he actually has put together a playlist of music that he really likes and he'll play that in it as he starts but as he's got going, he'll then put his earphones away and start. Oh, and so there, there can be that little thing of, um, it's almost a temptation bundling. Do something that you really like with something that you think, you know, you're trying to start. So he really likes listening to that music. It helps him get started. And then he puts it away and then he enjoys listening. Mm. So that's a good tip as well. There you go. So that's our Winter Walks uh, podcast episode. Maybe you're listening to this out on a winter walk. That would be meta or something. That would be, uh, yeah, not ironic. Um Brilliant. suitable very suitable <laughs> anti-ironic uh, and guys as with all these things we're trying to make it count uh, we don't have to become mastered at, at this in a single day you know the the journey of a thousand miles starts at a single step and yeah. so does every winter walk yeah. see you next week <laughs>